0: Beautiful greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I am Meredith Frigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. If you have ever wanted to be a wine snob, you should stay tuned. (laughs) Meredith, my dear, Mm. what are we drinking today?
1: Okay, so... As the intro kind of <laughs> revealed a little bit, we are drinking wine today. Yay! We're skipping the tea, having some wine.
0: It's one of those mornings. Good,
1: <laughs> Good times ahead. <laughs> it's one of those mornings. Now they know that we're drinking wine in the morning.
0: I'm okay with that. But
1: we're very close to noon, so I feel fine with it. It's like 11 something.
0: Yeah. It doesn't really matter.
1: Yeah, it's fine. It doesn't hurt my feelings (laughs) or anything. Plus, um, we're recording on St. Patrick's Day.
0: We are! So
1: I feel like it's fairly appropriate that we drink in the morning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The Irish would approve. That's true. That's true. We have so many excuses. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: that we've come up with so that we can justify this. Goodness. So anyway, we are drinking wine today because we're going to be talking about wine. We've got lots of stuff to talk about, but firstly... The first thing we'll talk about is what we're drinking. Mm-hmm. So I'm having a red wine and it's called Seven Deadly Red. Ooh. And it's a good old 2015, <laughs> <laughs> a very good year. <laughs> uh, but I love what the bottle says on the back. Can I read it to you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I might, okay. Anyway, do you dare an exploration into the dark unknown? This sinfully delicious red wine just might set you down the path of gluttonous pleasure. Crafted from the diverse and hallowed soils of low de-appellation, where greedy winemakers hunger to craft not just wine, but also a lifestyle of sin. (laughs) Here for six generations, we've tempted evil's wrath and are eternally damned to deliver decadent wines like our seven deadly red. Wow. There you go. (laughs) I just love what it said, and I was like, I love that. Anyway.
0: I, on the other hand, am not having anything too sinful. (laughs) I'm having a nice little white wine. Uh, My favorite type of wine is a Moscato.
1: Yes, and that's what you're drinking. Yes.
0: Um, It doesn't matter to me if it's white, blush, or red. I always love a good Moscato.
1: I should get brownie points because I know this about you. Mm-hmm. Thus, I bought this specifically <laughs> this so you Moscato. would like it. <laughs>
0: Yay. Yeah. But
1: it's a barefoot Moscato. So, I don't know if that means anything to anybody else. It's a good one, though. Like, it's sweet and Yeah, good, it's not and bad. Yeah.
0: Yay. Yeah. It's
1: not bad. Do you have a favorite Moscato?
0: I do. It's uh, the very first Moscato that I ever tried. Moscato diasti. It is a slightly bubbly Uh, champagne Moscato, Mm -hmm. and it's, oh my God, it's so good.
1: Is it expensive?
0: It's not super expensive, but it's not cheap either. Like I think a bottle is like $14.
1: That's not very expensive. No. But apparently it doesn't really matter if it's expensive or not. No. No. So (laughs) something that I've looked up all of this information about wine and everything, Mm and uh, you know how they're like $100 bottle of wine is obviously better than a $4 wine. And it's mm. like, well, it might not be. It really depends on who you are because you might taste that $100 bottle of wine uh, and it be not your taste at all. Yeah. It might have a bouquet of hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> I heard one person say that and I was like, I love that. A bouquet of hand sanitizer and strawberries.
0: What a snob. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the bouquet is obviously is something that you smell, like Mm -hmm. whenever you're, which we'll talk more about later, about how you're supposed to taste and find Mm -hmm. your favorite wines.
0: The aroma.
1: Yes. The aroma. (laughs) You have to say it like that.
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to take a sip here.
1: As you should. We're all going to take a sip. Mm -hmm. Oh, everybody grab your own glass of wine. We're going to dink. You ready? Some ASMR. Shit happening.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound like glass, but it is glass. <laughs> it is. It is glass, I promise.
1: It looks, I love these glasses because they look kind of crystally. They do. And they're just very nice.
0: Oh, look, there's my lip balm on the rim.
1: <laughs> <laughs> For the people who can't see it, we're going to tell you all about the glasses. Oh, speaking of glasses, so you know how there's like different shapes. To wine glasses like there's yes. all kinds of shapes and things and they say like it, that's you know it's supposed to make the wine taste better and things do you think that's true or false
0: i think it's true
1: it is true good Be, job
0: there's a certain because like whenever it's sitting the surface area on the top of the liquid mm-hmm. it fumates like right. it releases fumes
1: yeah it says that the it aerates it so like if that's it's what a the word is aerating so like if it's a big, robust red wine, you want a, you want a bigger glass that you can kind of swirl it and mm-hmm. swirling is a thing. Mm-hmm. You would swirl it, even though swirling mm-hmm. sounds like something a bully would do to a <laughs> a little kid in kindergarten or something, Yeah. but you would swirl it around your cup. Uh, and if it, the bigger it is, the the easier it is mm-hmm. to do that. So the shape of the cup does matter because red wines need that, but white wines do not. Really? Yeah, they don't need as much aerating. Like the red wine kind of needs the help, like you swirling it around and stuff. The white wine, you can swirl it all you really want to, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) But apparently
0: it's not necessary. You can drink white wine out of a box and be okay. You surely can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean... I know all about that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like some wines out of a box. It just depends on what it is. But you... I mean... I guess wine connoisseurs would be like...
0: Anti anti box, anti box,
1: <laughs> but there there are one. Uh, they've been putting fancier wines in boxes recently. They have. I don't know if that's for any other reason other than convenience because yeah. they have like the little tap on the side. Mm-hmm. So maybe they do it for that reason.
0: They should just make a keg of white wine.
1: <laughs> they should just <laughs> give people the barrel that it was fermented in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be great. And just tap it. Yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, and for those who don't know, wine, basic wine is mm-hmm. just, you know, processed grapes and then they put yeast in it and mm-hmm. it ferments, mm-hmm. and that is wine.
0: Fermented grape juice. Yes. Yeah.
1: Fermented grape pulp in this
0: instant. Okay. Because they have all
1: the shit in it. They,
0: I like having all of the stuff in it.
1: The stuff. Yeah,
0: this Are tears. you correcting
1: me because you are ashamed that I said shit?
0: No. Okay, just checking. I love pulp. Like, even in orange juice. Do I you? like having all the stuff in it. Like, I don't like just having, like, just the juice. Have juices. you ever had a pulpy wine? No.
1: Okay, good. Well, evidently, uh, like, that can happen. Like, they can have little bits in it. And oh. that's why in, like, the olden days, they would mm-hmm. filter it. Like, put it into another bottle, and they had, like, a filter Mm -hmm. to catch any of the bits that were in it. Mm. And evidently, that still happens. Like, you can get a glass of wine and pour it, and there's, like, bits in
0: Mm. it. Well, see, whenever I drink wine, if I buy it and I just want to drink it immediately, one of the things that I do... Which is is... most of the time. (laughs) One of the things that I do is keep grapes in the freezer. So, I have frozen red grapes and frozen white grapes. I love frozen grapes and I will put them in my wine as to ice, ice. It. yeah to ice it instead of ice cubes because you don't want to water down your wine you are so <laughs> smart. I don't I don't want to water down my wine but I keep frozen grapes in the freezer so that way as soon as I buy the bottle I can open it pour it over the frozen grapes and mm-hmm. it chills it mm-hmm. and then whenever you're done drinking the wine then you eat the grapes <laughs> and then it's just magic. It's amazing. It's incredible, actually.
1: I do love frozen grapes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like the one thing I would eat for a long time because I had like a I had a bad breakup, and I just did not want to eat anything except frozen grapes. It was really weird. Bastard. Bastard. But I love frozen grapes, mm. honestly and truthfully. Even the fact that I used it for like a a way to nourish my body because I wouldn't eat (laughs) anything else and that brings up some bad memories I still eat frozen grapes
0: I love them so much I love them
1: they're delicious um okay so that's a good tip
0: I really love it I always do it
1: you could even do that with any kind of frozen fruit
0: Mm -hmm.
1: potentially like frozen berries or like
0: if you wanted to skin a tangerine oh maybe freeze it and then I put was it thinking in your like wine. other
1: berries and things like that. Well
0: that too but if you want that citrusy mm-hmm. um I guess aroma
1: almost like a sangria.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. You can you can use pretty much any frozen type of fruit.
1: Mm. Yeah, that's very true.
0: I just prefer grapes because then you can eat them and it still retains the flavor of everything, you know what I mean? Sure.
1: Sure. You can even possibly if it's like a tropical-y kind of wine which I uh I don't know that there is such thing cuz usually wines come from like France and mm-hmm. Italy and there's some German ones and
0: mm-hmm.
1: stuff like that. And there's California wines.
0: Yes, there are California orchards.
1: Yes. Um, but like you could potentially put some pineapple in there and pineapple like
0: soaks up stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. So it would probably mm-hmm. be really delicious.
0: I always wanted to get married at an orchard. Have you? I've never, I've never wanted to get married in a church and <laughs> I don't really like,
1: I want to get married for people getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And I don't really want to get married at the courthouse because it's just kind of so mundane, right? Mm. But I do think, like, getting married at an orchard would be, like, so gorgeous.
1: I agree. You should do one in Connecticut because they have beautiful orchards Mm. there.
0: And then they could, like, sponsor all of the wine. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Well,
1: that's usually what happens, too, if you get married at a vineyard or an orchard. Yeah. Okay. So... If you want to be a wine snob,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what are the typical things you see from a wine snob?
0: I see them, like you said, swirling the wine they around.
1: They swirl it, yes. And that is actually a thing. Like, yeah. that's what they, they call aerating. Mm-hmm. They're aerating the wine.
0: And so, they sniff it. Mm-hmm. They go,
1: They put their schnoz in there. <laughs> Yes, and they actually do do that, too, and they make those sounds. Oh,
0: Oh.
1: this must be a (laughs) Pinot noir. (laughs) Okay, so first off, when you first... They say that first you're looking at the look, but we'll start Mm -hmm. with smell. So with the smell, you're aerating it or whatever. You stick your schnoz in there. Mm -hmm. You smell it. Take a big old whiff of it. Um, Try not to, you know... Breathe in the wine because that might cause some embarrassment <laughs> for you. Um, but basically, you're just smelling for the bouquet. The, the like you taste the bouquet as well, but evidently, people who are really into wine they think that the main flavor from the wine comes from the smell. Mm-hmm. So you're smelling, and you're that's when you come up with. Whatever you think it smells like. Yeah. So this is not like a fine art or anything like people say. It's like a your opinion kind of thing. Mm. Like, do you smell a lemony peppery Mm -hmm.
0: scent? (laughs) A lemon pepper in the wine. Yes.
1: Um, And normally, that's actually a thing, though. Like, people do smell those things. And it's because it's like what's in the environment whenever the wine is being made. Okay, Alex. Have you ever heard the phrase, she's got legs?
0: I have heard the phrase before. Okay. When yeah, when it comes to wine, I've heard that before. Yeah, I mean obviously, <laughs> you don't just look at a random woman and say she's got legs. Oh look, she has legs. <laughs> I'm surprised.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Well, anyway, so whenever they say she's got legs, it's because like when they've swirled it, um, if it sticks on the sides. So you know how like when they swirl it up to the top or whatever of the wine glass and then the, the wine, the majority of it goes down, if it's like still on the sides or they call it um, uh, colored glass or window glass or mm-hmm. something like that, the normal phrase is she's got legs.
0: I, I actually did know that.
1: Yes. It's, because it, it leaves a mark on the side, which is it, commonly known as legs. It
0: has something to do with the amount of alcohol that's in the wine.
1: Yes. It says that the legs are an indicator or of quality and they also let you know how high the level of alcohol is or its sweetness
0: Mm. so
1: the more legs that you have the Mm -hmm. more alcohol and the more sweet yep usually it will be yep so just so you know you can now swirl your wine and say she's got legs and sound
0: like a wine snob this one does not have legs.
1: alex is currently trying (laughs)
0: to swirl his white wine She, uh, was amputated. Oh dear. She, um, had an accident back in Nam. Stop it. uh, (laughs)
1: Stop it now. Ironically, it's called barefoot. (laughs) That's the wine name.
0: Anyway. She has feet, but she doesn't have legs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) How weird. Um, but okay. Um, the first thing you'll normally look at though, like this, the smell and, you know, aerating it is kind of one of the second things you'll do. What do you think the first thing is?
0: The first thing? When that you, you get a
1: wine, the first thing you would do with it, if you're trying to find out more about your wine. Smell it. Is the look. The look? Yes. The look. So is it clear or cloudy? Is it bubbly? Uh, does it, is it like white, if it's a white wine, is it like a gold color or is it green tinted? Um, those are the things you're kind of looking for. So a wine with good depth is harder to see through, uh, like with light coming through, mm. it's harder to see the light coming through with yeah. good depth that I feel like that's more like a red wine thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But so like mine, we're kind of looking and it's not, I don't know. You can't really see the light coming through that one very well.
0: Not very. So. Yeah. But does she have legs? It
1: has good depth. But does oh, she, she does. She's got legs. She has legs. High alcohol content. They're a little hairy. <laughs> it's fine.
0: She needs a waxing.
1: You know, but some of there. us just shave.
0: No. Waxing's a little much. She's bougie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, she might cut herself with how much alcohol she has in her. <laughs> so, a wine that is white, that is aged well. Um, it will be a gold color, Mm -hmm. but one that is not, will be kind of a green, have, have a greenish hue Mm -hmm. to it and it'll be really sour or tart. I see. So you kind of, unless you want sour and tart, which some people do. Um, so if you don't want that though, you would avoid the greenish tint Mm -hmm. that white wine will have sometimes. Mm -hmm. If it's not meant to be carbonated, like if you haven't bought a wine that says like bubbly or that it's carbonated or... Something along those lines, and it is carbonated when you pour it, um, that could be a bad sign. That could be signs of a problem. So you might not want to have that wine. Mm -mm. And then lastly, the look. So like if you're pouring a red wine, red wine should have a, obviously a red tint to it
0: (laughs) just just maybe (laughs) (laughs) just
1: perhaps Um, but if it has a brownish tint to it Mm -hmm. that is a bad thing because it's been oxid oxidizing thank you it's oxygenated i don't know how to say that but it has been introduced to oxygen Mm -hmm. so it is browning yeah and you don't want that with a wine because you want it to have been kind of fresh Mm -hmm. so like if you leave a glass of wine overnight and you come in the next day, and it's kind of brown, which has happened before to me. Me too. Um, yeah. Then um, you don't want to taste that. No. Unless you just want to down it like a shot or something. Gross. <laughs>
0: um, but you anyway. also lose some of the alcohol content whenever it's happened sure. like that. Mm-hmm. Because the fumes are being released. And possibly some of the health benefits,
1: which we'll talk about later. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: and then, lastly, the thing that you would kind of look for in a wine
0: is mm-hmm. what. The last thing that I would look for in a wine is whether or not I have um, gotten a hangover from it before. That's, <laughs> that's one of my indicators. Oh, okay.
1: Well, um, if you're a, a wine snob, you might, not necessarily a snob, but if you're a wine connoisseur, you might look at taste.
0: The taste of the wine.
1: Yes.
0: And then you spit it back out. Like I'm stupid (laughs) person.
1: If you're a wine judge, perhaps you would, because you're trying like hundreds of wines. You might die. (laughs) If you don't spit it out,
0: that would be, you might just die (laughs) from joy,
1: but you would probably die.
0: I'm okay with that. (laughs)
1: Okay. So tasting, so swishing, and you know weird aerating sipping Mm -hmm. is actually a thing like it's actually a technique that people use and it's something that does kind of add to the experience of wine Mm -hmm. so if you do that weird sipping thing make sure you don't like suck in all of the (sighs) wine because you could really choke on it (laughs) and that might be embarrassing (laughs) that might be embarrassing for you
0: sorry i got a little bit of grape (laughs)
1: <laughs> there's like bits in it. I don't know where that came from. So the first thing you'll taste if you're aerating it like that, like if you're doing the little, like almost like a whistle mm-hmm. kind of like you're sucking in some wine and then you're aerating it in your mouth as Alex is demonstrating.
0: <laughs> that was loud. Yes, it was my bad. Okay.
1: <laughs> so anyway, um, the first thing that it's going to hit you is the sweetness of the wine whenever mm-hmm. you aerate it like that. So you're finding the sweetness and, and the acidity. If the acidity is too high, it can be really tart or bitter. Um, but if it's too low, it'll be really flat and tasteless. So you want some acidity, but you don't want too much if mm-hmm. you don't want it to be tart or bitter. Mm-hmm. Some people like the bitter. Mm-hmm. They're weird. Mm-hmm. Like my fiancé.
0: <laughs> he likes my the mom, bitter. My mom loves red wine. Water too. She doesn't like it too sweet.
1: But if it's bitter, like if it leaves the Tannin, which we're gonna talk about in just a second. Okay. Tannin, um, which you've probably heard of before. No. No, you haven't? Okay, so the tannin is something when you're you're tasting it and your mouth gets dry,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's the tannin. Mm. So the, the mouth-drying effect that happens mm-hmm. is because it, it is aged, and as it ages, the tannin will go down. So, like a young wine will have a high tannin. Mm-hmm and so you want an older one that has a lower tannin that has less of that dry mouth kind of effect. Um yeah. Hmm. Which I thought was interesting.
0: That is interesting. So
1: if it's really drying so out your mouth. So that's why that's just, why
0: people like aged wine.
1: Yes, because it has less of the drying effect I see. that some wines have, which I I have experienced, I'm sure you have experienced.
0: I have experienced that before, yes. Um I must have had it fresh because I was parched. <laughs> You're like, my goodness.
1: Um, and then lastly, with the taste, wines with higher alcohol content will feel heavier in your mouth. And that's what she said.
0: That is definitely what she said. <laughs>
1: but yeah, evidently it'll feel like a heavier wine if mm-hmm. it, the more alcohol it has in it. Interesting. And that's all I have on taste. So all of those things combined, if you start saying, <laughs> swirling your stu- your wine around and smelling it and looking at it, tilting it at a 45 degree angle <laughs> and looking at it in the light and all that jazz, you might be what is called a wine snob.
0: Or you might just be stupid.
1: But those are real things. Like those are, <laughs> But my thing is like, I don't think like a hundred dollar wine is going to necessarily be like the best thing ever. And they say it's not like it really just depends on your own tastes. Mm-hmm. So like your own preferences. So I would do those things only if I was trying to figure out what kinds of
0: wine I like. Mm.
1: We should do a wine tasting. Like just get a whole bunch of wines, buy them and sit down and just do this. We have to look at it <laughs> in the light. And...
0: Well, there's a wine tasting here in Amarillo. Is there? Mm-hmm.
1: Where?
0: I don't know. <laughs> But I have had friends who like, um, goodness, there's a lady I know. Her name is Miriam. Uh, she's a family friend and she sells different types of wines. Mm. And she I don't know if she's a wine connoisseur, mm. <laughs> but I do know that she has done wine tastings. She goes to like houses and sells wines and does all sorts of stuff like that. That's cool. But um, she does have wine tasting parties and I mm. do know that there is a facility um, Here somewhere around here, I don't think it's in town, I think it's maybe on the outskirts of town somewhere. Maybe, but there is a place uh, around here, maybe we could do that with some time. I would love that. Mm -hmm. We should definitely do that. Mm. (laughs) Why,
1: tea time field trip. So, moving on a little bit,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I want to feel good about drinking wine. You want to feel good about drinking wine. I
0: always feel good about drinking wine. <laughs> so,
1: I'm going to make everybody feel a little better about it okay. and give you some health benefits. Mm-hmm. All of these have to do with red wine, though. However,
0: okay. yes, generally, yes.
1: So, red wine. One thing it does is lowers your cholesterol, mm-hmm. which is nice, especially for most Americans since we consume quite a bit of it. We do. Um, Reduces your risk of clotting, which to me makes sense because if it lowers your cholesterol, then of course it reduces your
0: (laughs) your risk of clotting. Really, more so than anything, it's just it's kind of like a blood thinner, is what it is. So your blood is uh, thinning just slightly whenever you're drinking. Mm.
1: Yeah, it also helps with your blood sugar, though evidently. Yes. So like blood in general has a lot to do with blood. Uh, It's also good for your memory, which you wouldn't think
0: Mm -mm. that it would be. No.
1: However, that's what this. Medical website that I can't remember the name of right now said,
0: <laughs> I am, I do have amazing memory though, and maybe it's because I drink so much <laughs> wine. <laughs>
1: I don't know, I don't know. They say elephants have good memory. Do you think they just like throw it back? <laughs> <laughs> they get their trunks and grab bottles of wine and just is like glug glug glug
0: glug I can see them just like getting a barrel of wine <laughs> in their trunk and just
1: like pouring <laughs> it all over <laughs> themselves. Yeah, they've got good memories. It's because of all the wine all they the drink, wine, apparently. <laughs> okay, it's good for fighting colds, so it like gives you good Im- immune system benefits. Also, starving cancer cells, so like it doesn't. It will. um it, all it said was starving cancer cells, so I'm assuming like it just doesn't add to anything. Like if you have any cancer cells, it's not going to progress them any, mm-hmm. which is which is cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It also says slimness, so it helps you keep a really good balanced diet. If you have a glass of red wine at the end mm-hmm. of the day, that's why all the Italian people are so beautiful. <laughs> Um, And also, you can still get all of these benefits from cooking with it. Mm -hmm. So if you make like a red wine sauce Mm -hmm. or put some red wine in your roast or something like that, then you will still get the same benefits. Mm -hmm. The alcohol has nothing to do with the benefits.
0: Or when you're like steaming vegetables. Sure. Just... (laughs) Just pour it. Just do a little...
1: I I don't know that
0: Just like... (laughs)
1: Just steaming your vegetables in red wine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean like whenever you're steaming them or frying them in the pan, just like do a little... Okay. Do one of these.
1: Do one of these. Do one of these. He's making a circular motion (laughs) with his hands. And that's a lot of wine you're pouring into that pan. I'm okay with that. Okay. (laughs) I'm very glad that you are. Something I would not be glad about is if you have too much wine, what happens?
0: You... Might sleep with somebody you don't want to.
1: <laughs> you might. That's true. <laughs> that's, a, that's a reality that we all have to live with. But another reality is a hangover.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: So I have some tips about how to get
0: rid of a hangover. A wine hangover.
1: Yes, okay. hangovers in general, but wine especially because wine I looked at specifically
0: you. wine. Wine will creep up on you. It can really mess you. It'll it'll get you sometimes. Yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> well, because they're in these small, dainty little glasses, right. and you're just like, "Oh, look how cute it is." And then later in the morning, it's like, "Bam."
0: Well, you also don't realize how much alcohol is in a bottle of wine.
1: That's true. If it's got legs, it's got if, lots
0: <laughs> of alcohol. Well, because not very many beers have a very high.
1: Concentration uh,
0: concentration of alcohol volume. Mm-hmm. But wines can have up to... I've seen... I think the highest alcohol content I've seen in a wine is 24%. Yeah. And beers generally is 5%. 5 to 9. Yeah. Something like that. But wine will fuck you up up, man, it, it, it will, and it will creep up on you too. It will. So like one full bottle of wine and all of a sudden you stand up and you're just like, Oh my God. What day is it? The world. <laughs> Who?
1: A whole new world. <laughs> so some of these, I don't know that I could do if I had a hangover, but I will tell them to you mm-hmm. and you can, dear listener, make the decision as to whether or not to listen to good old Aunt Meredith about how to get rid of your hangovers. So first off, you Mm -hmm. would wake up early. Why? Okay, it sounds bad, but it makes life easier in the middle of the day. So you wake up early, which you would not want to do if you have a hangover.
0: Okay, if I'm going to listen to you talk about this, I need another glass.
1: (laughs) Pour yourself another glass of Moscato.
0: Here we go. All
1: right now, almost fill it all the way to the top.
0: I'm not even done with half the bottle yet. I could finish off like two more. It's of these. not even
1: noon. You need to calm the fuck down.
0: I'm a professional. Uh,
1: well, I can't really say much because I drank half the bottle that I'm currently drinking last night to just make sure it was okay. <laughs> okay, so waking up early. We don't really like that idea, but it says that it makes the day easier in the middle of the day. So instead of like feeling like shit all day,
0: Mm. you'll feel better earlier, the earlier you wake up. Just wake up an hour earlier than normal. Right. Or that's ridiculous.
1: I know, but that's, it's what it says. I'm just the messenger. Okay. So calm, calm
0: down. You need to filter yourself.
1: (laughs) Okay, another one, which I think is an obvious one, but water. You want to rehydrate yourself. So, of course. drink lots of water, have some goes, ibuprofen. Yeah,
0: that goes for any hangover. Any hangover. Just about. hydrate because what you're doing whenever you're drinking alcohol is dehydrating yourself. Yes. And that goes, uh, smoking cigarettes dehydrates you. A lot of really unhealthy things Dehydrate, can be yeah. fixed by just drinking water.
1: Yeah. Your skin <laughs> will look better, you'll feel better. Just drink more water. Yeah. Let's do a podcast over water sometime. Water just water in general aqua yes as it's also known as in the spanish culture
0: <laughs> i don't know any other word for water <laughs> just us two vasa that's german vasa 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 yeah okay there we go sorry i'm a little drunk
1: <laughs> out of just one goodness <laughs> Okay, so it is morning, though. We haven't eaten very much, I don't think. Mm-mm. Okay, uh, so anyway, water, ibuprofen, that would be good. Um, get your blood moving. So this also sounds like something you would not want to do when you're, ex- uh, when, you're, when you're hungover, but exercise. Believe it or not, I have
0: fixed a hangover with exercise before.
1: Yes, it says that it's not for too long and not too hard, but it will get your blood moving and it moves mm-hmm. your toxins out. Yes, it does. So it, it gets them out quicker. Sweat it out. Yes. So go for a jog or a walk. Mm -hmm. I prefer a walk. Um, You could do like some intense yoga for 15 to 20 minutes or something.
0: You would be very surprised how quickly you can get over a hangover by just drinking plenty of water and going for like a 30 minute run or something. Yes. Like... It,
1: yeah, and again, nothing too serious, because if you're really hungover,
0: you probably are like, that sounds like the worst thing in the world to me. Uh, hang- that in sunlight. Hangovers don't really fuck me up that much, though. Like, I can still function. I have had a pretty bad fine. one before, which was awful.
1: But I did none of these, so it was awful all day.
0: I've woken up one time still drunk, <laughs> but I don't think that counts. It doesn't. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, the next one is take a cool shower um, to become more alert. So uh, in my head, this is all really good advice if you have work the next day. Mm. So like if you need to be alert and aware for work, mm-hmm. you know, just jump into the shower. Kind of cool Or cold, Mm -hmm. depending on your fancy. Yeah. And just uh, become more alert and things. Yeah. Uh, The next one says avoiding greasy foods and more alcohol, which is the kind of people's go-to. Like, people are like, a little hair of the dog will help. And Mm -hmm. that really just gets you drunk again. (laughs) (laughs) And then later, you have to deal with it again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) So, don't do that. And then the greasy foods, it just doesn't do anything for you. It makes you feel gross. And Mm -hmm. so, avoid greasy foods and more alcohol. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and the last one I have, which I've never heard of before, but I thought this might be a good idea if I ever experience a bad hangover again, um, is to take a caffeine nap,
0: a caffeine nap.
1: Yes. So in the middle of the day, when you get tired, because when you first wake up and things and you've exercised and whatever, you're going to be, you're going to have your endorphins going and Mm -hmm. everything and you're drinking water and everything Mm -hmm. feels okay. Like you don't feel great, but you feel okay. Right. There's going to be kind of a crash in the middle of the day. Mm -hmm. And if you take a caffeine nap, so this is like, they say, you know, you drink a cup of coffee or two, and then you go and take a 15 to 20 minute nap. mm Um, If you're at work, you can maybe do this in your your car or a place where you know you won't be disturbed. But caffeine dehydrates you. Yes, but they say that taking a little nap and letting the caffeine work and you not spending any energy, and then you wake up and you have that caffeine going through you, and it gives you just a little more burst of energy to get through Mm -hmm. the rest of your day.
0: That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I would have to try that and see if I believe it or not.
1: Right. Well, these are all just advice. Just little tidbits.
0: All right, my dear. So... Let's talk about brewing something bitter. Yes. Which is very appropriate. Or this fermenting time. something bitter. <laughs> How? This has
1: a high tannin content. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but does she have legs?
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's really the important thing here.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: We're becoming silly. The wine is kicking
0: in a little. Cue the music. <laughs> Meredith, my dear, hmm. what makes you bitter this week?
1: So, my bitter and my sweet are very similar, but I'll explain the difference when I get to sweet. Okay. My bitter is I'm re-watching Game of Thrones.
0: Why does that make you bitter?
1: Because I know what's coming now. Oh. Because I'm watching it, rewatching it, and a lot of it makes me
0: oh, fucking mad. Yeah. So,
1: if So, if you've never seen Game of Thrones and you want to see it, this is a part that I'm going to spoil some things, so you mm-hmm. should not listen
0: spoiler alert
1: alert 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 don't listen if you don't want to know what happens in the seasons that have already come out if you don't know what happens in the seasons <laughs> that have already come out shame on
0: you we are putting up the caution tape now
1: yes okay so one of my favorite characters i'm gonna get a lot of, of shit for this i'm sure mm-hmm. my favorite character is little finger
0: Mm. Which
1: he is kind of an evil, manipulative man. But he's so interesting. He's such yeah. a good character. And I'm just like, I love this character he so is, much.
0: He is beautifully written.
1: And he fucking dies in the last season.
0: Are you serious? Not in
1: the very last one, because that but one hasn't come out. In the, in the out. last the ones season that come that's out, published. And he dies. And I'm so... Upset and I know it's coming and I hate it. I hate it so freaking much. So it's making me bitter because I'm watching it. And then, like, um, there's an episode called Battle of the Bastards. Mm -hmm. And in it, like, uh, I think his name's Rickon. It's the little one of the little brothers of the Starks. Mm -hmm. And he's like running across the field uh, because the bad. Guy, Mm -hmm. There's a lot of bad guys in this show. But anyway, one of the the worst men possible Mm -hmm. um, is like shooting arrows at him. Mm -hmm. And uh, the the brother is trying to get to the other brother before he dies. And he gets right there close to him and he dies. Because one of the Mm -hmm. arrows shoots him right through the heart and he dies instantly. And it's like... (laughs) So frustrating to rewatch. When I first watched it, I was shocked and appalled and appeared. But now... I'm like angry. Like I've been watching it <laughs> and I get angry about it. Ooh. And I'm just like, I can't stand it. I can't. And I know that because I haven't gotten to that part yet where a little finger dies, mm-hmm. but I know it's coming and I'm mentally preparing myself. That's why I bought wine yesterday. Mm. Cause
0: I was like, I need some wine because you're wa- you were drinking wine while you were watching. Yes. I see.
1: Which actually that show always makes me want wine. Cause they're all drunk <laughs> all the time and it's always on wine or ale. Yeah. But anyway, so that's what makes me bitter is that my favorite character in the entire show, I picked a favorite character that I thought, this guy will never die. He's so evil and manipulative, Mm -hmm. but also like knows how to stay in his lane Mm
0: -hmm. that
1: he won't die. There's no way. Mm -hmm. And he fucking does. Okay, I'm done. Alex, (laughs) (laughs) what makes you bitter?
0: My bitter and sweet are also going to be similar, Mm -hmm. but not the same. Mm So my bitter is, I don't know if I've told very many people this, but I'm growing out my beard. Yes. For the very first time in my unnatural born life. It
1: actually looks very
0: nice. Like it's coming through very nice. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It's so fucking itchy. Oh. My God. And I know that it's just a phase. Mm-hmm. Everybody, uh, everybody that I know who has beards, they're just like, oh yeah, it's going to be like that when you first grow it out for sure. Because you're like the very, very first time that you ever grow out your beard, your skin isn't used to it. Right. So your skin has to come. It's like yeah. irritated because yeah, it's, it's like, a what irritated. is this? Like, exactly. And I've never grown it. And even still, it's only like, it's not even maybe... It's maybe a quarter of an inch to half an inch. Yeah, it's not very Like, it's a quarter of an inch to half an inch long. It's not long at all. But even still, I've never had it this long before ever in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And I have a full beard. Like, I can grow the entire facial beard. I don't just have a mustache or a goatee. Right, right, right. You do have a full beard. I have a full beard. But, oh my God. (laughs) Like, I've tried... uh, the soap that I use is moisturizing. I've tried lotion. I've tried oil. I've tried all sorts of stuff, but it just it, like it, it's not helping any. Right. But every single person I've talked to about it, they're always just like, "Oh yeah, that's how it happens. That's how it's going? It's going to gonna go. be for like the first month. That's normally what it's like. You're just gonna have to get over it." And I'm just like, uh. Fuck that.
1: The other issue with like short beards I'm finding is Russell trimmed his beard. He mm-hmm. usually has this very long mm-hmm. beard, not very long, but it's like big.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and sometimes he gets annoyed with it. So he'll trim it to be like a, he'll trim it on a three mm. on his razor. Yeah. And that's pretty short for me. Mm. Um, but he likes it. So, I mean, I'll have to deal with it occasionally. It does grow back really fast though. But what it feels like when I, uh, you know, get kisses, smooches, mm. um, um, It feels like sandpaper.
0: Really? (laughs) Yes. Okay. So I... The longer
1: it is, the softer it is though. So I'm always like longer, longer, longer.
0: Yeah. So I have kissed one boy who has a beard before, Mm -hmm. like an actual beard. And I felt the exact same way. Yeah. Like I couldn't handle it. I was like, Like, ah! (laughs) I've never never dated people who had full beards because I'm not a huge fan of facial hair. Mm -hmm. I'm just not.
1: I am though, is the thing.
0: Mm. So,
1: but when it's really short... It feels like like I, I, every time he kisses me, I'm like knives, knives, because <laughs> it feels like knives. It feels like little pokey, like a, pins and
0: needles. Yes,
1: a porcupine. I called him a porcupine earlier. Mm. Porcupine face.
0: Anyway, it's just it's irritating. It's irritating. It's so just like a hit. I'm sorry. I mean, I'll get over it. I will. Good. Eventually. Yeah. Because a lot of people have been telling me I look amazing.
1: You do look good with a beard. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. What's sweet this week? My hair. (laughs) 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 Because people say it looks good.
0: Okay, not only my beard. People are giving me a lot of compliments on my beard. Mm. Because I think it's kind of just refreshing. Because I've never had a beard before. Right. And I normally wear my hair down. Like my actual hair. And my hair is significantly long. Uh It goes past my shoulders. Yeah. Um, It goes down my back. So it's a very, very full head of hair. I always normally wear it down or in a ponytail. Right. Well, recently with my beard, I've kind of had the feeling to just kind of change it up a little bit. Uh I'm going for a different kind of look. Yeah. So I've started braiding my hair. Yeah, I saw that. And um, the very first time I braided it, I braided all of my hair. It was a lot of work. It was exhausting. I wasn't into it. Yeah, your arms do get tired when you braid it. But also, I have man hair. So in the back of my neck, it's a little bit more coarse mm-hmm. than a full head of hair really should be. Right. So and you did
1: have it shaved for a while. underneath I did, too. yes.
0: I had an undercut. Um, which was a mistake, but (laughs) (laughs) we all learn from our mistakes. So I'm growing my undercut out and it's, it's really, really nice by the way. But, um, so now I'm only braiding the top. Of my, and So I'm doing like a half updo right. and the top half that I'm pulling up, I'm braiding that. Yeah. And then the rest of my hair, I let it fall down to my back. Right. And I was telling you,
1: it does look really nice.
0: I really love it because yeah. I feel like not a whole lot of people are rocking the braided look right now. That's true. And I have native american blood mm-hmm. so it, my hair is very long it's very straight it's very colorful like there's all sorts of things that i really love about my hair mm-hmm. and i've always loved my hair for that reason too but a lot of people have like really been like very supportive Good. of like the changes i've been making and i'm just like thanks
1: <laughs> i'm fucking awesome <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> you you weirdo I am. But yeah, it looks good. I like it. Thank you. Mm -hmm. All of the above.
0: Also, it keeps me from having that one big crease where I normally have a ponytail. (laughs) So I don't have that crease anymore.
1: You can even do a top (laughs) knot on your head.
0: I could. Yeah. That might look really cool. People have also been asking me to do a man bun and I will never do a man bun. It's kind
1: of considered as a man bun, a top
0: knot. I'm not going to do it.
1: (sighs) But it might look cool. No. Why?
0: Because I reject a man bun
1: okay <laughs> well but you don't object to man braids or no i'll do a braid man ponytails
0: <laughs> but the man bun is just not my thing
1: just call it a top knot and no one will say anything <laughs> if, they're, if they're like oh you have a man bun today and you'll like, be like no. no it's a top
0: knot It's actually an extension that I just like (laughs) threw threw on. (laughs) So sometimes I feel
1: like my hair looks like when I put a big bun on my head, Mm -hmm. it looks like sometimes, it depends on if I have like my hair is a little grown out and like I haven't dyed it in a while Mm -hmm. because it won't be the color of the rest of my hair. Mm -hmm. It'll look like I've just added an attachment to my head that's not the same color as my Mm -hmm. hair.
0: And I was like, oh yeah, because your roots are significantly darker.
1: Yes. And then like the top of it is like a lighter color. Cause I yeah. dyed it. And so like people will be like, is that a real bun? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's my actual hair, but it just is a different color than the rest of my hair. So it looks like an attachment mm. and I don't know how to match the color of my hair. That's mm. what it looks like. But yeah.
0: How unfortunate.
1: Yeah. Although that's not my bitter. I mean my sweet, my bitter, whatever. I don't care.
0: What is your sweet?
1: Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I got lost for a (laughs) minute. My sweet is that I'm watching Game of Thrones. Oh, yes. I'm very excited. And, like, I love the show. I love watching it. And, like, I get to re-watch my favorite characters come up in the world, even though my favorite of all time fucking dies. Mm. That's my bitter. But my sweet is, like, I love Arya. Like, I love her. Oh, she's She does so... so... Oh. She's awesome. I love her. And she just goes up in the world so much, and she gets so good at what she does, and... I love it. I love everything she's doing. And then I love Jon Snow. I love Daenerys. I love all of these characters and they're doing so well, kind
0: of. Khaleesi. Khaleesi. Got it.
1: Russell love was like, Do you love her so much that you would name a child Khaleesi? And I was like,
0: No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and he was
1: like, Because that's a very popular name nowadays because of really? that show. And so people are naming their children Khaleesi. And I said, I would name my child Daenerys before mm. I named her Khaleesi. Because Khaleesi just means queen and is a Dothraki queen. Yeah. they don't have many rights. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> why would I name a child that?
0: Daenerys, though. That's a pretty name.
1: Daenerys Targaryen. Well, Daenerys Stormborn
0: Targaryen. Well, yeah.
1: But anyway. Um, yeah. So I, I'm loving the show and I love rewatching it. And Russell and I are rewatching it before the the last final and new season comes out.
0: Because mm-hmm. we're very excited. Yes.
1: Um, and yeah, that's my Mm. Mm sweet.
0: That was quite a show. (laughs) Very entertaining. I sing when I'm drinking. As I say,
1: he's kind of getting there. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Getting a little tipsy. Thanks, Rihanna. (laughs) We're gonna, we're probably
1: gonna end the podcast and maybe go watch something and finish our wine Mm -hmm. and eat something
0: Mm. with some
1: substance so that we can function through the rest of the day. I do
0: sing when I'm drinking.
1: Yes, you do. That's okay.
0: I'm okay with that. Yeah. We were talking about karaoke the other day. I have no qualms.
1: Yes, I do remember (laughs) about karaoke and dating.
0: Very well, my dear. If we are done, then... Ladies and gentlemen, peoples of the world. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please get a hold of us. All of our social media links will be in the description, as always. Mm -hmm. And until next time, beautiful farewells, everybody.
1: Bye. Bye. Cheers.